What's up, peeps? I am Mike. And I'm Matt. And we are the Pink Gold Peep Podcast, a podcast about two 20-something-year-olds talking all things Nintendo. Matt, how are you doing? I'm pretty good, my friend. Pretty good? How yeah. Are, how, how's, what's been going on? Well, we just came back from the water park. Yeah. Well, a couple hours ago. Yeah. We're pretty thoroughly exhausted. Yeah. It was a good day. Good but, time. But the fact is, is I'm still excited. Because you know what, Matt? It's pre three. It's C three time. Yeah, we're recording. It's my favorite time. It's Friday, June seventh. So we're recording, uh, you know, after the Pokemon Direct, but before actual E three really starts. And uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna quickly go through our usual stuff. We're gonna talk quickly about what we've been playing. We're gonna talk about a little bit of news, just a little bit, right? Just the little things that have come out. Yeah, we'll talk. Then we'll talk briefly about the Pokemon Direct, and then we are going to go into our main discussion, which is Some... Matt and I's big E three predictions. That's right. Uh, so, Matt, what have you been playing? Let's jump right in. Okay, so what have I been playing? Okay, well, um, I've been playing quite a bit of Plague's Tale. Still? Plague Tale. Is it, is yes, it still. Are you still enjoying it? Um, I'm enjoying it vastly more than I was before. It was it was very linear before. It was kind of bottle like bottlenecked before. Okay. And, I mean, it's not crazy... It's not crazy non-linear, but... It gives you a lot more room to play around with. It's just the first like three or four chapters are very linear because they're like teaching you how to play the game. They're setting up the story, and they're just getting you used to like what's going on here. Okay. And then after that, it just gives you so much more room to play around with it that it just became just immensely more interesting. Cool. And by that point in time, like I'm in chapter like ten or eleven now, you're just so much more into the characters and you're so much more invested in the story that you just care a lot more. Like, the other night, I was like, it's 11 o'clock, I want to go to bed, but I can just clear this room. Okay, I can clear this room now. Okay, I can clear this room now. <laughs> and you just keep going. It's just, like, it's fun. It's really fun. Nice. Especially if you have headphones in, because it's a very immersive game. Cool. I really like that. Nice. Um, the other game that I'm playing a lot of is uh, Sonic. Cool. And I am I stopped literally right before the final race in Chapter 7 of the story mode. Okay, so you still have to finish it. Right. Uh, but I have now discovered that there is an unlockable, unlockable cup. Because well, there's yeah, a lot of courses there are, yes. in the last chapter that started. I was going to say, before. so I have completed the storyline. Uh, as as I had believed to be true, there are three additional courses which are not accessible in the beginning of the game. And all three levels are in Chapter 7's you know, missions and yeah. such. I will say this. Those levels are all really good. I'm happy you have access to them. It's weird that you don't have access to them beforehand. Like, I kind of get it, but at the same time, I'm like... It's not like it's like it's not a crazy spoiler, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the bigger issue for me is that uh, when you unlock them, you unlock them in free play mode. There is no grand prix that includes them. You do not get a new grand prix. You just mm -hmm. get them in exhibition race as raceable tracks, which like I get, but I was like kind of bummed. Like I wish there was just like one, you know, grand prix with the three of those levels plus you know just a repeat of a different level. Right. But I'll manage. Yeah. No. I mean, I. I don't really have an issue with it. It's cool that they're there. Um, it's it's like everything else with Sonic Racing. It's like, I mean, 
this is a little weird. Maybe it's not my favorite thing, but it's not yeah, like yeah, yeah, bad, yeah. you know. <laughs> this I was, is true now. Like, when I got to the end, I was like, oh, these are three new races that I didn't have access to before. I was like, of course. And then I got to the end, I'm like, it doesn't have a Grand Prix. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's eh. whatever. Yeah. Um, one thing that, like, I like I can't think of any instant, and I've played the courses so many times, I feel like I would know. I can't think of any instance where Mario Kart 8 reuses assets for different courses. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But this game, like, does that extensively. Yeah. Like, I, courses just constantly reuse assets to the point where sometimes, like, like I just can't tell the difference between certain courses. Yeah, I will say this. Especially, I my biggest concern is, like, I like the... I, I feel like every level, I could be like, oh, there's a this level and a that level. There's two levels, or one level type that I have tr- trouble with, and that is... The casino levels. Right. There are three casino levels in this game, and I don't know the difference between the three of them. Mm-hmm. So I could I could nitpick the game, but they're just they're little tiny things that don't really matter. It's a great game. Yeah. The one thing I I will say is a disappointment to me is that the aesthetics in the game are memorable. The courses are not. Yeah. The like. And it's not like bad courses, it's just that they blend together in your mind. Yeah, I feel like one level that stands out so well is the, like, the sky level, but I feel like it's not because yeah. it's like the best level in the game, it's just, it's the it's only the level that different. uses those assets. Yeah. Because there's like, you know, there's three beach levels, and they use similar assets between the three of them. There are three casino levels. There are, there's three desert-based courses. There's like the desert course, there's the inside desert course, and then there's like the robot desert course, which uses a lot of stuff from the second desert course. Yep. And then there's the ghost house, which has a little bit of the desert it's in kinda it. It's kind of deserty. And it uses some of the assets and there. And then all those new courses from the unlockable part are, are all Dr. Eggman-y, like, aesthetic. Yeah, Eggman levels. Yeah. Yeah, so I think you're right. The levels are all good, but they're not super memorable between one another. That's that's my biggest issue with the game as a whole. Yeah. Great game. A great game. But yeah, I mean, you know what, though? I'd rather, I'd rather them reuse assets and have... L- courses that all look good than like oh these four courses are the good looking ones and these ones are the garbo mcgarbo well i mean ones. like i feel like sonic has such a rich history whether you like it all or not <laughs> that you could have pulled courses from anywhere do you know what i mean yeah why didn't you make a chemical plant racetrack you know what i mean why isn't there a city escape base level you know yeah. what i mean like you you could have done so much with it and you didn't yeah. But, like, not there to say that what's there is bad, because it's not bad. It's yeah, very good. There are some good ones. I mean, the level that's from Sonic Unleashed that has that song in it that has, like, the best song in the modern Sonic other than City Escape mm-hmm. is awesome. It's actually a very, very good level. It's, like, my favorite level. But, yeah, like, like we said last week, you know, good game. I appreciate it. I think it's worth it. But there's, there's little things. Little yeah, things. Little, little tiny things. Yeah. But, I mean... That's right. There's um there's the sky level and there's the marketplace level. Yeah. That are just very memorable to me because they're unique. They're they're very unique and they both are. I mean, also they're they're both also very good stages. And the wisp one. Wisp oh circuit, yeah, the which wisp. is just like the basic one, but it's memorable to me. Yeah, it's it's got all the pieces to be good. You know, mm-hmm. something wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this week? Um, as far as games go, no. Okay, so I have been playing a game that Matt's very excited about, but I'm gonna hold off talking about it this week. Because I want to play more of it before I can really discuss it. Did you get brothers? No. God damn it. Uh, but what I did get is another game. And hold on, I gotta put something on the clock because I feel like it's very appropriate for me to do this. Okay, ready, set, go. 
Okay, there's this game I got called Minute on the Switch. It's from Dollar Digital. And the game's, uh, the idea of the game is that you pick up a sword and it's cursed, okay? It's top down like the original Zelda. And the curse of the sword is that every 59 seconds, you just die. And you basically can go back to your house. So the whole game is played in like mini sections where you have to do it in 59 seconds at a time. So you're like, you know, if you pick up items, they stay with you forever. <laughs> if you open tasks or like help people, they'll stay forever, but you'll die and keep going back. And it's really cool because the world isn't super big, but there's multiple houses you can go to. And if you walk into a house, that becomes your new respawn point. And there's just like a lot of things that happen with like a time-based thing that make it really interesting and not necessarily super easy to figure out. Like there's one point where you need to find somebody to go into a hotel and there's just a stick and you have to basically wait there because it keeps making sounds. But if you wait there for like 45 seconds, which is like most of a life, in that one screen, he'll wake up, he'll come out and be like, oh, I had to stop, I, had, I can't breathe anymore, I need to go. Not super long, it took me like 74 minutes to complete, and it was a lot of fun, and I'm dead. Just nine seconds. Do you think you're funny? No, it's just appropriate for the game. It was cute. It was cute. I'll Thank give, you. I'll give you that it was cute. Thank you. I thought you were telling me to stop the timer because you wanted to show me something. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I said I'm going to start the timer. Oh, okay. Now I understand. But I was like, what does he want? So I stopped the timer, and then you did that. I was like, oh! <laughs> yeah, so that was Minute. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, it's just a, that game has just never appealed to me. Like, I understand the mechanic of the game, and I understand why it's clever. I'm just like, I don't need to play that. I bought it because it was on sale, and, you know, the Devolver sale made it, I think, $4. And I was like, I didn't get a cup of coffee that morning because I was running late. So I was like, okay. I didn't buy a cup of coffee. I'll buy this instead. It's the same the price. the stress of the game wake you up? No. Oh. I, I actually find it very relaxing because, like, you know, it, it only will take 59 seconds well, to do that. That would stress me out. It's not, a, I don't know. It was not as stressful as I thought it was going to be. I've got 59 seconds. Yeah. All right. Well, is that all you'd like yeah, to talk about? Yeah, that's all I got to talk about. So, Matt, we're going to, what news things are so important you need to talk about them before our E3 discussion? September 24th, Dead by Daylight comes out on Switch. Vampire the Masquerade, Couriers of New York, is coming to Nintendo Switch. Okay. This is strange because a Masquerade game came out years ago, like a long time ago. And now, out of the blue, they just announced two new ones. Huh. Um, Battle for Bikini Bottom, rehydrated. Mike's an asshat, and he doesn't care about the things that I love or things that other people care about. That's not, but that's not necessarily true. I am so excited for this game. I know you. This are. game is part of my childhood, and I love this game and I'm so happy much. That you're so and excited. I don't know why Mike thinks it's a bad game, but it's not. No, I like saying it's a bad game because it pushes your buttons when I say it, and you could have you have so many buttons. You have so many buttons to push for me. I got one. I'm holding on to it. I'm holding on to it real tight. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, new Darksiders game was announced. Darksiders Genesis for the Switch. Totally new Darksiders game exclusive to Switch. Wow. It's going to play like uh, Diablo. It's going to be a top-down action RPG. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And they also have the Darksiders 2 coming out around August. Yes. Uh, also, Astro Bears got a date. I believe it yep. was uh, July 24th. Astro Bears is evolving into the new Astro Bears game. Yep. So anyone who already owns the game is going to get the free content update. And the everyone else, it's going to be a, become an $8 game, I think. And it's going to have more, you know, more features, more characters. And listen... It looks like a stupid little game, but I I I have a love for Astro Bears. I'm excited. I'm yeah. really excited. I'm glad it's a free update. Data miners have discovered Jirachi in Pokemon Go. Woo! But more than that, they have also discovered that it will be available for Pokemon Go attendees to find during Go Fest next week. Oh, that's I mean that happened with Celebi. Right? That happened with Celebi and it happened with Mew. Okay, so cool. Nothing nothing new there. They'll probably 
probably going to end up what's going to happen is they're going to do one a year. You know what I mean? And yeah. so next year we'll get um probably Manaphy. They'll Destiny, just keep doing Gen Manaphy. three. Um, ukulele. The in the impossible lair has been announced. A two D mainly game with a three D overworld. That's a sequel to Banjo and Kazooie. I mean, ukulele. This annoys Alex to no end that I always screw the like the names up. Oh yeah. I always say Banjo Kazooie. I mean ukulele and vice versa. Wow. And it makes him so mad because he loves Banjo Kazooie. Well, I love Banjo Kazooie too, but I also know it's a reasonable mistake. <laughs> um, Sega and Atlas have announced their E three game lineups. So we got Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, which Mike isn't crazy excited for. I'm not not I'm, crazy excited. I'm like, oh, cool. It's it's like you know. That's like that's where I am. I'm like, I want to see how it is. I want I like I want to see how this game turns out. I'm like that with all of them because yeah. I did really like the first one, but since then, mm, we're starting to cute. What it seems like a fine party game to have, you know, because Nintendo hasn't put out like a lot of like big party as long games. as it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as, as long as it's a good game, and you make it sound like. Never mind, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. No, um, I, I, I'll explain myself later. Persona Q2, the new Cinema Labyrinth. The final 3DS game. The final 3DS game. Catherine Full Body and Judgment. We'll all be at these booths. Catherine Full Body and Judgment is one game I just said stupidly. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, those are two those different, are two different games. games. I know that. Yeah, it's a remaster of Catherine. Catherine is an amazing game, by the way. Yeah, I've heard. I absolutely it. love that game. I will say this, though, as a caveat. If you've heard anything about the new information, read on your own. But uh, Catherine Full Body has some problems. Some problems in translation. We'll call it that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, But, yeah. So, that's that's that. That's that? Pretty okay. cool. Pretty anything else stuff? you want to talk about before we just move on to Pokemon? No, let's go. Let's okay. talk about the Pokemon. Okay, so now, uh, listen, you're, we're recording this on Friday. You're probably going to hear this on Monday. I'm sure you've seen the Pokemon Direct. Hopefully. Oh, I hope go, so. Go watch it. Pause this right now and watch it if you haven't. Yeah, okay, hold on. All right, cool, right? The the big right? Yeah, I know. It was crazy when they stabbed Professor Oak. Oh, gosh. You know, right? my, my favorite part is when the guy started biking in the wild area on the water and then professor Oak came out and that's when they stabbed him like they, they made it canonical it was brilliant I, i'm also so glad that um the third one the third pokemon sword pokemon shield and pokemon rock starring dwayne the rock johnson yeah is the third one listen I'm sword so shield excited. we all are making jokes sword shield gun it's sword shield fist i cannot wait to dynamax dwayne the rock johnson oh gosh it's gonna be so cool it's gonna be amazing yeah anyway uh, joking um, aside, <laughs> the the direct looked really, really okay. So I was not crazy into the first direct. Remember? Yeah, like the little five. I was one. not. Yeah, the the original announcement. I was like, all right, it's just more Sun and Moon. I was like, okay, it's it's just Pokemon as we know it. They're making another one, and I was a I was. It's not that I wasn't excited for the game. I just wasn't as excited for the game as I wanted to be. I was yeah, like, I get that. Okay, more Pokemon. It's just the same old stuff. And now this game, there for this direct, I feel like I understand the way they did it, why they announced it like that, and then they showed all this stuff off. But if they showed this from the beginning, I would have been hyped from the beginning. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, I also will say that um, just overall, the the game has seen graphic updates since the original thing that we saw. Super. Yeah. Super. Yeah. No, you could tell that it just looks so much better. You know, like the game was just more ready to be shown off now yeah and i think i mean i think we all believed that to be the case i mean like if you look like if you look at the mario odyssey trailer 
from E3, as opposed to the one they put out on the Mario Odyssey Direct, you can see a graphical update yes. on a couple things. But, you know, I mean, it's that, hard that to... happens a lot with yeah. a lot of different games. It's just like one of those things where it's like, as much as we know it's going to happen, you're like, well, this also could be it. We don't know. So to see that is good. But, yeah, I mean, let's... Let's just go through it real, fa- it real okay. fast our stuff. So the first reveal were the new Pokemon. Yeah. So let's talk about them first. Yes. You love those new Pokemon? I love Wooloo. I am, I'm a... Wooloo... So Woo- Matt, okay, so okay. Matt hates. I Wooloo. don't hate Wulu. I don't hate Wulu. Matt I hates, like Wulu. Matt hates the Rowlet of Gen Eight. I, I, I like Wulu a lot. I do not see the hype behind Wulu. It's so cute and it's, fluffy and it's adorable. It's cool. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I'm not disagreeing with you. But I mean, I think the the snapping turtle is cute also. Why? He's difficult to train. Wulu. They even said Wulu wants to travel in packs and wants to feel accepted and loved. And if it sees coming, it just rolls away. It doesn't want to be there. That's yeah, cute. I dig it. That's adorable. He's adorable. I don't get you, man. Dreadnought is cute in his own way. He he. I do like Dreadnought. And I I love the flower thing. Uh, I yeah. like the the flower things. The, the flower one, uh, Gossifleur. I mean, out of all of them, it's the one I'm least excited about. But I did like it. It's probably the one I'm least excited about too. But I liked it. I I was like okay with this original, and then when they showed off the evolution, evolution. I really like the evolution. Yeah, I can also see it getting another evolution. I don't think it will, but it, like if you told me, yeah, it's actually yeah. a part of a three stage. I'd be like, okay. Uh, I wonder if Wulu will. I don't think Wulu will get evolution. I feel like he might get one, and I won't be happy about it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like at this point, if Wulu does get an evolution, no one's gonna like it. That's almost worse. Everyone's gonna be like, "Nope, I'm keeping it as a Wulu forever." Yeah, exactly. Um, and I Corviknight, right? Corviknight, I love that one's awesome. The design seemed really cool. Finding out that it's a flying steel type is always really cool. And I mean, everyone knows this by now. It's seven feet six inches tall. It's like it's massive as a bird. And the idea that like. We're not gonna have to teach a Pokemon fly because Corviknights will be flying you between you know places you've already been. Is really nice. So it's like okay, cool. We're keeping HMs out of the picture as expected, but also it's not like you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sun and Moon and also Sun and Moon using Charizard. It was like okay, but like Charizard's not even in the region, and like of course it's Charizard. But Corviknight, yeah, pick me up, I, I giant Raven cool. man. Um. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very glad we're not using HMs. I'm glad that HMs are just like I think now it's safe to say HMs are done. They're yeah. gone. Yeah, I well, I don't, the thing is, is I don't think I, I think the idea of HMs only stuck around as long as it did just because of legacy. Like nobody really liked HMs. Right, right, no, exactly. And Pokemon Company was like finally bit the bullet and they're like, let's develop let's just, a way around it. Yeah, let's just figure out a way to do it without it. Um, and like I think it's great. I think I'm so glad we had it. Yeah. Um. I also loved how they they kind of made a point to show off like the little details in the world. Yes, like um, Pokemon just like chilling with like Fran- like the um, the flower one was like chilling at like a flower shop. Yeah, or there was one scene where it was a why not playing hopscotch. Yes, I really loved that. Um, just like little things like that. I just oh, they're making God. the world active. The details are so important to me, like yeah. especially in Pokemon. They're so important to me. Yeah, and I think we have two big points we need to talk about now, though, Matt. The two the two big things that they talked about in the yes. direct. So the first one is uh, Sonya, the best girl. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> the first one is the wild area. Yeah, the wild area. I oh mean, my God! I love what like I, wanted. I swear they hit the same piano keys that they do when you they walk do. out in Breath, Breath of the Wild. Wild. It's, it's Breath of the Wild. They just took Breath of the Wild because. Nintendo was like, hey, uh, everybody wants some uh, Breath of the Wild in this, so uh, you got to do it. Let's do like, it. All right. Like, okay. So um, 
So no wild there, encounters there that are random. No, that's not true. Completely. Oh, there, there are non-random encounters. There. No, so I, I believe Pokemon's Twitter also specified it. But the way it is, is when you're in the wild area, Pokemon will show up in the map. Yeah. When you're in just random routes, it's OG Pokemon random encounters. But there's also this little exclamation mark things that like are specific. Well, yeah, Pokemon. but that happened in Sun and Moon also, where sometimes you would see a shadow in the bushes. I don't remember this. Yeah, no. I, I believe you. I just don't remember there, it. In Sun and Moon, there were random encounters where you could just be walking and then suddenly something would happen. But then other times you would see something scattering through the bushes oh. and you could sneak up on okay. them. Okay. But yeah, in the wild area, it's all overworld Pokemon, right? In the wild area, it's all overworld. Yeah. Now that's what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're talking. I yeah. But I think it's so cool that everyone. So there were some people who were like, "I want Pokemon in the overworld. I want it to look real." And then there were people who were like, "No, it's got to be old-fashioned Pokemon, where it's random encounters." And Pokemon Company was literally like, "Both? What if we just put them both in the game?" Both. And I'm like, "Yes, that's brilliant. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't care. Yep. Like, I, I love that. Yeah." I think, I think it's just an elegant design saying here is an area in the game that has this overworld thing. So, you know, if there are Pokemon, you know, if you want to be able to be a wild area where you have your Pokemon that maybe is would be strange to have more than one of on the overworld or just like the design of where it is is weird, just put it in one of the other areas. Right. You know? And then also, yeah, you do get that idea of like, you know, so that exciting, okay, I'm going to run to a patch of grass. I hope I find a rare Pokemon. Oh, there it is. You know, there's something exciting about that. Right, right. I, I mean, I, I like... Pikachu and Eevee's way of doing it a lot, but I understand why some people are like, eh, I don't want to keep it the other way, you know? Mm, okay, I don't so necessarily agree with them, I but think, I understand where they're coming from. I think, I I understand why someone would want it to stay the way it's always been, just because, like, that's what I've always grown up with, that's what I like, I don't want it to change. Like, I, I get that, I understand why someone w would want that, but um, moving into Let's Go, I think they were like, people want Pokemon in the overworld, Let's just put them there. And they kind of just throw up Pokemon onto the overworld with almost no rhyme or reason. Like, there's just, like, here, there's five Rapidash just walking around not really doing anything. Yeah. They're just there. But in this, po in this, to me, it just kind of felt like the world felt more alive. And, yeah, the Pokemon are just walking around. But it made a little more sense because, like, there was that one scene where the Stuffle were hiding in the tall grass. Mm -hmm. And in order to get them out, you had to whistle towards them. Yeah. And, like, just, like, even that, just, like, the slightest bit of detail, I'm like, yes! Yeah, it's, like, those little interactions really do, really, I mean, they, they make a huge difference. They make such a big difference. And the fact that there's weather, and certain Pokemon will come out in certain weather, and certain Pokemon won't come out in certain weather, is, is again, it's brilliant. It's just yeah. that more little And these building. ideas of just biome areas. I'm like, I'm sure, I, I'm sure there'll be a part where, like, okay, here's where the grass stops and the sand starts, right? Right. But still, just the idea of saying this is such a huge area, and, you know, I mean, think about it even with Breath of the Wild. Like, it's pretty organic the way you, like, you go up. Okay, it's like, okay, it's not, it's maybe a little bit less grass, a little bit less grass. Oh, now there's snow. No, you know? that's now let's teeter into that part of it, which is like the open world syndrome, which is if you're if you're going open world, you need to make sure you've got enough stuff in the open world to keep it interesting. You know oh, yeah, I mean? definitely. So like that is like, the one thing I'm afraid of. But at the same time, I feel, you know, I mean, think about this. Sun and Moon, the Pokedex, if you took all the Pokedexes together, I think Sun and Moon had a Pokedex of around 300. Well, no, I'm not I'm not just talking about there needs to be Pokemon in it. Well, yes, but I'm saying, you know, even just think about like this way. Think about with Sun and Moon. You know, there was that one rock area where you could catch Wimpods, and it was the only place you could catch Wimpods in the entire game. Mm -hmm. Like, now think about that. You can do 
things like that, like little areas that, you know, have something special about them. Maybe, you know, this area over here that has rocks, basically only rocks on the ground, and it's just slightly different. And, you know, that's where you usually find diglets. But you know what? When it's raining there, you know, the diglets are are kind of running away from something because that's when the excadrills come out, you know, right, and stuff right, like right. that. And you could, like, craft these, like, little biomes with little stories because there are just so many Pokemon. Right, and it, it will be fun to look at that and see that. Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping they do. That's what I'm hoping they do, too. I just, like, because I've, I've played too many games where the open world is just a little too It's a big, empty sandbox. Yeah, exactly. And then my next fear is that Game Freak will see the response to it. If it if that happens, Game Freak will see the response to that and they'll be like, oh, okay, didn't work. We'll never do it again. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm terrified of that happening. Cause I yeah, but I, I feel like Game Freak understands that, I mean, the, I mean, I, listen, there are things that they people have been like, oh, I don't like this, and they've still done them. True. Like, hey, Megas are okay, I guess, but they're like, no, we got to keep rolling them out. No, they stopped them. Where's the last? Mega no, but Pokemon? no, I'm saying they they brought them into the game. They could have very easily said, "Oh, Mega Stones aren't in Alola." Like, oh yeah, they could they could have very easily done that. They could have just stopped them. You know? in general. I see what you're saying. I, I I I don't think they take this decision lightly. So my hope is that they're like, okay, here are the things we need to fix. Right, right. You know, right. for the next game. That's that's what I hope too. Yeah, and I I'm and I just... feel I also feel like the reception from. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Obviously, couldn't have made it in like directly, directly. But I'm sure it crafted yeah. some other direction. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure people will say how much they love having. Like, I'm sure that'll be a, a like a trademark thing in every single like review of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like, like literally every single review of Spider Man PS4 said it makes you feel like Spider Man. Yeah, I th I bet they'll all say. Loved having Pokemon in the overworld. You know what yep. I mean? Like, everyone's going to point to it. I mean, think about it. When you were watching that direct, and you scanned around, and the and the, the Tyranitar was walking, and then you see right, the yeah. Golurk, and then you see the, the Gyarados, and you're like, oh, wait, no. These are these are overworld Pokemon. Yeah. They, you tear up a little bit. You're like, oh, my God. I watched that in world? my office bathroom, and I was I was flipping out. I was like, flipping I was out in my flipping desk. flipping out. It, it, you know, that's that's what we've all wanted. And because they're keep, I mean, from what it sounds like, they're gonna say we're really gonna put a lot of different Pokemon in this world. And I mean, at this point, you know, a Pokemon game can have 300, 400 different species of Pokemon. Right. You you can make oh. this world interesting just because, like, listen, if this is Grass Area Number Four and it has, you know, the three same three Pokemon spawning in it, but then there's like that one Pokemon that's just kind of rare, and you're like, whoa, you know, there's a Tauros here. Know, I've never seen that. Honestly, if they really want to, they could go the Pokemon Go route and say for this week. There's a ton of grass Pokemon around. And they could even say, like, you know, even Pokemon that are not normally found in Galavar. Galar. Galar, sorry. Um, are around. Like, like maybe, like, um, Bulbasaur isn't in the National Pokedex for Galar. But during that week, you might be able to find Bulbasaur just in the wild. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, there's part of me that wants to see if the weather is, like, Breath of the Wild weather. Or is it, like, going to be, like, almost like an Animal Crossing thing where everyone's weather is kind of doing something similar. Like, imagine, just picture this, where all the weather in Galar in every game is on the same cycle. That's not going to happen. But uh, just hear me out. I'm, I'm thinking lofty, I know. But imagine, like, seeing going on Twitter being like, everyone, you got to go to the ice region right now because of the way the weather is. There's a really rare Pokemon that's See, only that's, there right now. That's super Pokemon Go-ish, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what, that's what I think when I think Pokemon Go. I don't think we're going to get there, but imagine something like that saying, right. you know, the discoveries that we're going to be able to make in Galar. Right, no. It's, it's going to be cool. I am very excited for that. 
Um, I'm really excited for just more news because at this point, they they don't have. I'm I'm sure they have more surprises for us. I I know they do, but they could just re- release more pictures of the wild area and more yeah, Pokemon right? for the next three months for the next. It's June like, all 11, I, yeah, that's five really months, I'd be fine. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, I also feel like the wild, last note that I have on the wild area is that I feel like that's something you could super flesh out in the, like, the the third game, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, you know, they could be like, okay, well, let's take a couple of the notes that people had from it, and for the Pokemon, the the crystal of this generation. Pokemon Gun, We'll yeah. add some extra stuff. I'm sorry, Pokemon the Rock, right? We already thought Pokemon the Rock. For Pokemon the Rock, we'll add a, a couple extra things to it. Yeah. Like, you know, you could just add other NPCs walking through it. I think that'd be really cool if there was other travelers just walking around there and be like, you, I want to battle right now. Yeah. Or maybe one of them talks to you and tries to sell you some bananas, and then you realize it's the Ega Clan in disguise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He throws out four Honchcrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I also think the future, like, you're kind of jumping off what you said. You know, Pokemon in mid-same generation games kind of have this, you know, people love and hate this, the idea that they kind of reuse a lot of their assets, you know. Sun and Moon, uh, I'm sorry, was uh, X and Y and... Uh, Oras. Oras, yeah. They use a lot of the same assets. Yes. The idea of saying, hey, listen, maybe we don't make a Sinnoh game, but we make like a, a no, just another Pokemon game. Just like, hey, Rob, hey, could you come here a second? No, don't start him on the Sinnoh remake. Just come here. No, don't break, no. Rob, come here. No. Rob, I'm gonna talk about my thing now. Rob, come here. I'm just saying they could re- they could make another Switch game with the exact same engine because the engine is built, and everyone would freak out. Imagine just like a game. Hey, we made another Pokemon game. It's there's no new Pokemon in it, but it's just a huge overworld, and I, I, I'd buy it. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> wouldn't so you? I, I'd totally buy that. Yeah, uh, but the other last thing I want to talk about before we before we wrap up our discussion is uh, wrap up. Whoa, there's plenty more to talk about. Yeah, but we have to talk about E3. Yeah, well, we got time. Um. Let's talk about the raids. Yeah, well, I it was kind of jumping into the next thing I was going to talk about. Yeah, these these giant Pokemon in the overworld right. area. So, um, this is the best thing. I, I this is one of the things I'm most excited. I about. I love how you know Let's Go took the casual elements of Pokemon Go, and Sword and Shield is like, all right, let's take this raid aspect and twist it a little bit and put it in this game. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I love that. The, to me, I mean, I'm excited about the wild area and stuff like that. But the idea of saying, hey, get you, three of your friends together, and fight a giant Pokemon, try to catch it, sounds awesome. Yeah, just like saying, hey, there's a there's a Gyarados that I want right now. You guys want to you wanna fight it? Yeah, and I think, I mean, imagine, you know how the Pokemon company's always trying to make competitive battling easier for people. Right. Imagine, like, when you catch these Pokemon, they have, like, the same IV chances as legendaries. So for people who don't know, I, uh, legendary Pokemon in most recent games... Their individual values, IVs, they always have at least three perfect IVs. Imagine just if you catch raid Pokemon, they're always, they always have really good individual stats. So, you know, I can catch that Gyarados and, you know, teach it some attacks and it's pretty much half ready to go. All I have to do is EV train it. Right. You know, right. that would be awesome. And that'd be really, really cool to say, oh, why don't we go, you know, catch Weevils or catch Quagsires? And they said that, you know, this, the raid Pokemon. A lot of them will be only catchable this way in Sword and Shield. Like, well, they won't be in the actual game. No, they said that a lot of them, that will happen, and then after you catch them, they will show up in the wild area. Oh, they did? Oh, mm-hmm. I heard. I thought they only said that they were Pokemon just not native to Galar. Like, oh, maybe like you, Like, you can find Quagsire in raids, but there's actually no Quagsire in Sword and Shield outside of those raids. Mm. And if that's the case, I mean, imagine just them saying, you know, 
six months from now, or six months from after the game comes out, hey, raid rotation, we're taking these 20 Pokemon out, we're putting 20 new Pokemon right, in. Right, exactly. Like, Let's go. go. Yeah. And that seems like such an easy way to, you know, make the raids more exciting, change up what they're doing, and also give us access to new Pokemon. Well, new Pokemon for Galar, not new Pokemon, like brand new Pokemon. Well, I mean, that'd be cool, too. It would be we cool, but I don't expect it. Um... Yes. For 24 hours only, Mews in the raids. <laughs> so I, um, no, there's one note that... Um, there's a couple notes that didn't make it into the direct yes. that people commented on about the raids, is that if you cannot find other um, players to do it with, they will automatically fill the slots with CPUs. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's mm -hmm. cool. Um, you can uh, play locally or with people online. Okay, so they, they said you could play locally with your friends or you could play online. No, they did not specify that you, can, you can play, play online, online with, with friends. friends. So I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Yes. I mean, for us, that doesn't matter as much, but it's still a right. bummer. There's Now, there is one other thing, is that they said that only one person out of the four will be able to Dynamax during, during the raid. And that makes me a little nervous, because I'm like, what if someone who I can't communicate with gets it, and they just totally blow it? You know what I mean? My guess would probably be the... Think about this. So I think about it like, like, um, almost like Dragalia Lost. There's the first person who goes in, and they're the host. Right. The host can Dynamax. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That'd be my first thought. Or you know, it'd be like oh. vote to Dynamax, and everyone has to vote yes or no, and as long as they get like fifty percent, they get to Dynamax. We'll see. I I don't know. Um, but at the same time, like, we're all on the same team. It's not like I get bonus points for Dynamaxing, right? Right. So, no, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Now getting to that, um, let's talk about what, what... Let's talk about Dynamaxing. Let's get our Pokemon huge and give them, uh, you know, essentially Z-Move style attacks. What was your initial reaction to seeing Dynamax? Big Raichu. Yeah. I was excited. I was like, okay, awesome Kaiju Pokemon. Let's, I was like, let's why see. is it so big? Yeah. Um, I... Okay, so, like, I like the idea from a gameplay perspective... I don't necessarily think it makes everything cooler that they're just really big. You know what I, I mean? mean? It's 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 not like super serious or crazy. It's just funny and ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's but it's crazy. Pokemon. That's awesome. Listen, like think about like some kind of like you know think about for example you're playing OU in like you know Smogon style tears and your opponent Dynamaxes their Tyranitar and you're like. <laughs> I'm gonna Dynamax my Gastrodon <laughs> because he's an OU. It's just like, okay, this giant sea slug is gonna try to kill your massive, you know, Godzilla monster. Right. You know, yeah, it's gonna look crazy when you're like looking up at, the, you know, you're staring down the barrel of a Metagross Dynamaxed. Right. But at the same time, like, it's silly and ridiculous. I want to get more into like understanding how the mechanics of it work. Well, you have three turns while you're Dynamax. Yeah, so you, you Dynamax for three turns if and you, you notice, go away. All, so all of your moves are powered up, but then if you looked at the UI, some of the moves had, like, m the word max in front of it. So, like, it was like a max Thunderbolt, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, a lot of it's, it looked like, essentially, like, attacks, like, fire attacks turned into max whatever the fire attack would be called. Right. And it looks like there are a couple moves that don't, you know, like, things, like, there was, like, the one I think they showed had, you know, max punch for normal type, and there was max protect as a normal type attack. So I'm sure there's going to be like, you know, your damaging moves go in pile A, which are just max elemental attack, and the other ones are all, you know, some kind of different version of that. Right. I like the concept of Dynamaxing as opposed to something like Mega Evolution because you can't just Dynamax and sweep your opponent's team. You know, it, it's only three turns long. And 
I want to know how much my stats change when I Dynamax. Right. Yeah, and I want to know what happens. You know, um, is it like is it like Totem Pokemon? Like I get like you know two stat boosts in you know like plus two of two things. Is it just that my attacks get bigger? Is it just like hey here your HP is multiplied by one point five and you have better attacks like. How the actual mechanics of Dynamaxing works is going to make me, fe make me feel differently, depending, you know, if it's like, oh, is this just broken for three turns, or is this just kind of like whatever for three turns, you know? Right, right, right. I mean, what's your opinion about it? Like, what, how do you feel about Dynamaxing? No, I, I am not upset by Dynamaxing. I think the mechanics of it itself, very cool. I'm getting a little worried now that we're getting into that territory of, all right, which one of these Pokemon has a Mega Evolution? Which one's got a Z-Stone? Which one's going to get Dynamax? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. It's all like... But there was also part of me that wants to... And I don't know if this will be true, because I thought this would happen in Sun and Moon, and it didn't happen. The idea of saying, hey, that thing on your wrist, it only has one slot. What are you using? Are you using right. a Mega, yeah. a Z-Move, a Dynamax? Because if you could only use one... I feel like it's a lot was better. It, I, don't, I just don't remember. Was it like that in Sun and Moon? No, it was not. You, so could, you could have, have a, mega a Mega and a Z move. move. And it's like, I know a lot of people, there's a lot of people who didn't like Z moves because the idea was like, okay, listen, I can give, I can give my, for example, uh, I can give my Gyarados Bounce, which is a terrible move, but it gives it the most fly, powerful flying type attack it can learn. That does, it get, kills a lot of its checks. Right. In, you know, in OU and stuff like that. And I know people didn't like that. I don't really care. I thought it was kind of interesting because the idea of, you know, saying as long as you learn an attack of this type, you might be able to do something that you really shouldn't be able to do with this Pokemon. But, yeah, the idea of, like, saying, okay, everyone's got, you know, a Z-move and a Mega Evolution, it, it gets to be a lot, yeah, especially if you're adding Dynamax to the mix. So I think I think bottom line is th those elements just look very cool from just a baseline perspective. Everything looks vastly better than it did before. Yes. And we learn more about the new characters. Yes. We're very pretty evident to me that there's more than one rival. Yeah. Which is I'm happy about. Hopefully others will not be as friendly as Hop is. Yes. Although I love Hop. Yeah, you know, Every, I, people are like talking about how they're annoyed at how friendly he is, but I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, people are like, I hate the rival. He's so nice. I'm like, you know, I love it. I love know, it so much. When I played through Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, I named my rival Matt, and I was like, I like my friend Matt. You know, it's like I like the idea of saying this guy's like traveling with me, and like we're challenging each other. I do like the idea of being like, I don't like you, and I'm gonna try to beat you and all that stuff too. You know, I can have both again, like like the brand of battles. I can have both. Right. right, exactly. You can have both. Yeah, that's what I'm. Th that's what I'm honestly thinking they're gonna do. There's just gonna be a way to yeah. have both of those. And um, I I think I I'm really excited for new information at this point. I think that's what I'm most excited about. But I will say this, just kind of, if anyone's interested, there was uh, last week we talked about this briefly. There was like, hey, there's a leak going around. It's interesting. It wasn't true. There is a leak that happened in May that has turned out to be true. At least parts of it were. If you're interested, maybe go give that a read. If you don't want to be spoiled, don't give it a read. Also, let you know that it's up there. there. And there's a lot of stuff that's probably true. There's also a um, there's also another Pokemon that you can see in the stands. Yes. There's a uh, chipmunk or a squirrel type Pokemon. That was in the stands in the, stands, in the trailer. And you can also see certain NPCs having shirts with the Pokemon on them. Yeah. So it's probably going to be a big Pokemon. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's going to be another like you know not not Bidoof, but like kind of early game Pokemon. Right. Yeah. To, play around with but yes let's move on All it's right. time so 
we're going to come back. If you remember last year, me and Matt did E3 predictions. We made a bingo board, and I think counting the free space, I think we got three correct. Yeah, including the including the free space. Including the free space. So this year, you know, I, I still took it myself, like, you know, okay, make some of these things that I think will actually happen. Some of them are going to be things that I hope to happen and things that, God, if they happen, I will just cry. Tears of joy. I so, was a little uh, more realistic. Matt was a little more realistic. But also things that I just want. Yeah. So uh, so this is our E3 board. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about, so me and Matt, each of us did 12, and we'll each do our 12. And, and we'll th- interchange each other. Yeah. But uh, our free space is Animal Crossing, mentioned in some fashion. And I sure as heck hope <laughs> that we get our free space. Yeah, there's been a lot of rumblings that's, like, scaring me that, like, Animal Crossing might not be at E3. Animal Crossing might not be at E3. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah, we're, we're probably going to get it. Yeah. Like, I'm not really, I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. But Matt, as I'm hosting the show this week, I think it's only fair for you to take the first, uh, okay. to me to right. offer you your first, so explain what you want and explain maybe why a My little bit of your prediction feelings. prediction number one, prediction number one is that there will be a new Mario sports game. Okay. And now I think this because I don't think it's going to come out anytime soon, but I think it'll be announced. Because it's now been about maybe a little bit less than a year since Mario Tennis Aces came out. Yes. And that I, game's DLC is wrapping up as well. That game's DLC just either just did or is about to wrap up with uh, Dry Bowser. And I think that it's time that we bring back some of those other franchises that are very popular. Yeah. I know everyone is screaming for Mario Strikers. Although I don't think it'll be Strikers because isn't that the same team that's working on Luigi's Mansion? I'm not sure. I feel I don't know if I'm right about that. I don't mean, quote me on that. They just have Camelot make it. Yeah, as long as they don't talk about the story mode, <laughs> or just make a better story mode. Yeah. Um, I am partial to Sluggers because I like baseball a lot. Oh yeah, I mean Super Mario Baseball is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, it's, Super Mario Baseball is really good. It's the only game that my dad and I have played together, like for hours and hours. Me and my dad played Mario Baseball. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I would love Mario Baseball. But, yeah, I think I think it's fair. I think that's a fair prediction. I just, like, I think it's time for a new sports game, you know? I think it's a likely option. One of those option. multiplayer sports games, yeah. and they sell well. You know they what I mean? do. People play them. I mean, people buy them. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's baseball. But it's a Nintendo baseball. Right, so, exactly. So people, it's, mom see on the shelf, oh, it's Mario. I want to see, see I want to see Link free DLC where he gets up to bat with the mess sword. Oh, God. He's, <laughs> he's going to slice the ball in half. <laughs> Oh, we can't play anymore, guys. No, and it makes two balls. That's the thing. Like, it oh. slides through it. And, like, that's just, like, a special move. <laughs> you got to get two catchers to catch the balls. Uh-huh. It, could, it could work. Uh, but, yeah, so Matt's first one, Mario Sports. All right. So My yours. first one, I feel, like, uh, I feel like the writing is on the wall for this one to be true. I believe that this year we are going to see the sequel to Mario and Rabbids Kingdom why do you Battle. Think, why do you think the writing's on the wall? Okay. See, I actually got three points. There's three reasons why oh, I feel like okay, it's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't don't mess with me on this. Okay, first, Mario and Ubisoft's been running this challenge, this Mario and Rabbids challenge, since I think near the end of last year, so I think like maybe September, October-ish, where every month they have a challenge. Okay, it's like, okay, you know, go to level four or five, equip these items to these characters, and beat this level in X number of turns. And if you do that, you basically go on to the next round, and each one's been more difficult and more difficult. These sets of challenges are set to end. Like, they, I think they just ended. Like, they were, like, right around E3 is when they were going to end. So to me, it's like, yeah, like, think about it. 
what's going to happen at the end of this competition? Maybe a big announcement. What kind of big announcement, you say? Huh? Maybe Mario Rabbids 2. Second thing. In an interview with Davide Soliani, the director of the game, they were talking about Donkey Kong, the Donkey Kong DLC that was for this game. And the big thing they said was, oh, you know, well, was it really fun working with the team again and making this entirely new world? And he's like, well, yes, but, you know, this team is actually split in two. This is kind of like the secondary team that wanted to, you know, kind of finish up the storyline and finish up the world that we made in Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. And he's like, oh, what were the other team working on? He's like, oh, they were working on a different project. Okay, well, it could have just been a different... No, just... like, under under David Soliani at Ubisoft. Okay, so... The same guys who worked on Mario and Rabbids. It's I... almost like people work on other kinds of games. You know, Neil Druckmann was in charge of Uncharted and The Last of Us. I, It's all the pieces. Trust me on this. It's all going to come together. Third thing. Mario and Rabbids keeps going on sale and recently just has really dipped down in its sale price because they want to sell all the game now because they want to get all the sales of Mario and Rabbids in that they can right now, right before they announce the sequel. I see what you're saying. Listen, the pieces are here. I, like, I don't disagree with you. Really? Because it starts out like you disagree no, with I don't, me. No, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay, fine. Mario and Rabbids 2, I feel like it's one of my safest options at E3 this year. I will see what happens. Okay, what, what else you got? We'll definitely see what happens with that one. Um, my number two. The Microsoft Smash... Oh, wow. I specified Microsoft Smash Rep. Yes, you did. The Microsoft... Okay, no, no. I'll, I'll hold myself to that. The Microsoft Smash Rep will be announced at E3. Yes, it will. I think it's safe to say at least one Smash character, regardless... Oh, yeah. ...will be at E3 this year. And I think specifically it's going to be the Microsoft one. Okay. Well, who is your hope? Um, I, I actually agree with you on this one. I'm not even going to fight you on this one. I feel like my, this is a safe bet. My hope, the character that I would want more than any other character is, is Cuphead. That's a weird way to I say Banjo-Kazooie. Cuphead. But, so, there is this... Um, Rumor, right? There is this merchandising company that's made merchandise for Sonic, Crash, and Spyro to coincide with releases for those games. For those to franchises. what releases? Coincide. That's what I said. That's not what you said. Coincide. That's what you tried to say. Uh, they go out with those games. Yeah. And now that same company has made a banjo plush. Yes. So everyone's like, something, something's going to happen with banjo, it seems like. That's and everyone just hopes that's going to be this. Everyone either hopes a new game or Smash. Mike, if you had to choose between a new banjo game or banjo being in Smash, you couldn't have both. I'd probably pick a new banjo game. I, I wouldn't. Be as long as it's on that. Switch. As That's long what as it's on I would Switch. expect. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm hoping. I'm hopeful for this. If they put Master Chief in instead, I won't be too too sad. I would love that. Master I would love Chief. it so much. I want Cuphead more than any other character because I yeah. love Cuphead and yeah. I think he'd fit. Okay. Uh, my next one. Now this is one is a little um, a little bit of bitterness on this. If you remember about two or three episodes ago, me and Matt did our pre three discussion on one of the games we think was going to be E three was Fire Emblem Three Houses. So my next prediction is that Fire Emblem Houses gets at least five minutes of airtime during the direct five because minutes. you and I were talking. I said five to seven minutes, and you're like, I don't think it's going to get more than, like, three minutes. And I said, I don't agree with you. So this is my pedantic bitterness thing. I'm going to time it out I'm on gonna the direct. I'm going to time it, too. If it is at least five minutes, if it is, if it goes over four minutes, if it's five zero zero in terms of time, then I win this one. Okay. I don't have anything else to say about this one. This one's purely me being a jackass. All right, all right. It's definitely going to be there. We'll see. We'll see about that one. Yeah. Uh, the, my next one is that there will be a minor Sword and Shield detail in the sizzle reel. 
during during the presentation some new thing. Not necessarily a sizzle reel, but like yeah, something. Bring yeah. up Pokemon randomly and be like, oh, look at this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, You're, like I can almost guarantee you that they're gonna be playing it on the treehouse. And they're going to walk into a patch of grass and a Pokemon's going to pop up. And they're going to go, ooh, you weren't supposed to see that. Or like, ooh, that's shiny. Look at that. Like, yeah, like something I'm... something like that is going to happen where you're going to get some kind of information during the treehouse. That, that yeah. inevitably happens I mean, last time. year we got the Mew information during the Direct and confirmation of shiny Pokemon in the other one. And the I remember the one treehouse, year... rather. One year, some Pokemon was accidentally revealed. Like, the year Sun and Moon was being advertised... I don't remember what Pokemon it was, but some Pokemon was accidentally revealed because they walked into a blade of grass. Oh, and they and weren't ran, supposed to. It might have been Rockruff. I don't remember. But something got out. So, yeah, someone, they showed off some Pokemon by mistake. Fun. Um, but yeah, I feel, like, I feel like it's a safe bet to say. Yeah, I think it's, I think yeah. that one's pretty uh, true. My next one. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read you exactly what I wrote down on my list here. F-Zero reveal, LOL. <laughs> this is, this is my dream. It's, it's not gonna happen. It's cute. It might happen. You know? I, I don't. Here's, here's the thing about the C three is I expect so few new game announcements because there there is so much on our plate right now. Yeah. And there are games that they should be wanting to hype right now, like Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, there. Fire Luigi's Emblem, Mansion, Fire Emblem. If they announce something crazy like that, it's gonna take away all of the steamrolling for these other games during E three week. Yeah. And that's not what you want. You know? No, it's not. And there's like there's so many big games coming out soon that that's what they're gonna want to focus on. And a game like that, I feel like they're more likely to announce right now the way just the way they're lined up right now. They're more likely to announce it during the fall direct this year or the spring direct next year. Yeah. My my belief is if if I I put this on here because I feel like I have like a you know an obligation to F Zero as a fan. If, if it actually were to get revealed this year at E3, I would expect, like, a Metroid Prime 4 reveal. Like, here's a... It's just going to show F-Zero, and it'd be, like, more information in the fall yeah, or something yeah, like that. Exactly. And be, like, everyone's going to be, like, oh, what's the new F-Zero game? But it's not going to, like... Like, yeah, it's not going to steal the thunder of these games that are That's the best selling suit. Yeah, I'm not optimistic. But, you know, man can dream. You can. You can dream. What you got next, Matt? Town gets a release date. Uh, it's been literally, like... Almost a year since we've seen this game. Yeah, we've known about this game as long as we've known about since Animal September. Crossing. Yeah, and we've gotten nothing. Nothing. Except a couple screenshots, I think. Um, so I'm expecting this game to be shown off. I'm expecting it to be an eShop title. You think I'm, so? Yep. And I'm expecting us to get a release date, and I'm expecting the title to be Town. I mean, isn't that what it's called? No, it's a working title. Listen, after Octopath Traveler, right, I don't exactly. believe you. I, I'm expecting them to just settle on it, and it's just going to be Town. Yep. Sounds about right. Uh, my next one, this is another one of my safe ones. This is, this is one to counteract the F-Zero. We're going to get a Luigi's Mansion info dump. This one seems pretty safe because we have gotten the announcement that E3 will have a playable demo of Luigi's Mansion 3. So, I mean, I feel like it's hard for them to not tell us all this info and have a workable, playable demo for a game that I'm assuming is coming oh, out yeah, in the next six months. For sure. This is the game I expect them to give at least five minutes to outside of Animal Crossing. And Fire Emblem. No, I'm saying and, this no, 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 no. instead of Fire Emblem. No. You know, I don't necessarily want to be right about this one, but God, if I am right about this one, this is going to be me yelling about the Pokemon Direct all over again. Just just no. I'm warning you what now. You yelling about the Pokemon Direct? Remember last week when I, when I started saying about the Pokemon oh, Direct yeah, and yeah, how yeah, yeah. now you said it was going to be a Pokemon Direct and I said it was going to be a Pokemon Direct and you got mad yeah. at me and I yep. told you I was going to be yeah, right and that's I what I care about? Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, okay. 
Try to cut so, down on time. <laughs> Keep my banter to a minimum. <laughs> that was not a minimum. Um, Could have been worse. Yes, I agree with you on this one. There will like almost definitely be a bunch of Luigi's Mansion information. Yeah. This next my, one that you have, I'm, I, I want to talk about this one. Okay, so my next one is new part Mario Party content in some form. Mario Party will make an appearance, whether it is DLC to Mario Party 1, that's free. <laughs> like you said Mario Party 1, you've, you've, uh, you've or, foreshadowed yourself here. Or they will announce a Super, Super Mario, Mario Party, Party 2. 2. I, I am more in the Super Mario Party 2 camp. The more I think about it, so am I. It's like, you gotta think about, if you, if you, if you don't agree, think about it this way. All major Nintendo games up to this point have gotten at least some kind of update. Even if it's just like minor tweaks and stuff like that. Mario Party has gotten no updates since it came so out. It's just been quiet. It's also been like the seventh best selling game on the Switch. And I mean, think about it. People love Mario Party. And back in the day, I think up until Mario Party 8, they were annual sequels. And as long as it's not like this is Mario Super Mario Party 2, this will make you never want to play Super Mario Party 1 ever again. I'm okay with that. Because right. you know what? Yeah, I'm no, going to buy both. Fine. And if I said... Here's four boards in this game, and here's six boards in that game. Now I have ten boards to play, and I don't care. It's I got ten boards. Right. So I'm okay with that. No, I'm I'm totally fine. It's just been it's been so dark for so long, and for such a great game, like it, a game that has no right to be as good as it is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's just what I think. What's your next one? Uh, mine is, next one is a weird DLC announcement out of nowhere. I want to bring up how, uh, I think it was the last direct or the direct before it, we got a weird announcement like, hey, remember Captain Toad? We got DLC for Captain yeah. Toad. Yep. And at this point, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Part of This kind of goes, I want to put this one next to your new Mario Party content because if they say, hey, by the way, here's three new masks for Mario Party and they're coming out today, this would, this would fit under that category. I'm not sure what game would get it, but I feel like... I feel Give like that Pokemon Battle Pass 2. Pokemon Battle Pass 2, maybe. Maybe like Yoshi's Crafted World extra craftiness special yeah, powers or something it. like that. They're going to say, you know what? Screw this. Kirby Star Allies gets another update. <laughs> <laughs> you want more characters? We got more characters. I want more Kirby. I always want more Kirby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's my belief. Some kind of weird announcement. My, this is my this is my out of the blue one. My next announcement is that there will be a screen and either someone will say it or it will be on the screen. That Metroid Prime 4 is still in development. I could see this. I mean, I feel like Retro will maybe come out, announce something, which is actually because I'm coming up a little later. And I'd be like, and while we're working on Metroid Prime 4, words. I Like, I just think they just, they're just going to say, don't worry. We, we know. Hold on, I'm going to get water. Okay, could you get me some too? No. Okay. Do you want soda? So, uh, how's everybody's night? Fuck you! <laughs> okay. Okay. I love you. And no, no. And the words my Lord in his favor sign. It feels like Christmas. What did I drunk text you last night? I, I, no, I didn't. No, we sober called. I remember, I remember Luke. I think I was sober that time. You drunk texted the group chat. I did? The D&D group chat. What'd I say? Yeah. He also didn't remember kissing Rob last night, so. What the? No, I remembered that. I kissed him on the arm. Q-Tim.ilovejew. Um, what? Lodge. Love. Come to her. 
Oh yeah, because he wanted. <laughs> yeah. 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 This makes some emotions right there. You want to know when I stop responding? Then. Because it's like, oh, he's drunk. Okay. Because we wanted you to come to Hurricane Harbor with us today. They brought him a chair. All right, let's. All right, we're finishing. Where do we stop? Metroid Prime still in development. So Metroid Prime Four will be told. We will be informed that Metroid Prime Four is still in development. Yep. Okay, my next one. This is not an if. This is a when, and we know this because of data mining. But I, I think that now is the time. You know what? People's Nintendo Switch Online's are starting to get closer and closer to their. Uh, to their finality and be like, hey, do you want to renew again? And listen, I don't think volleyball on the NES is going to be the thing that keeps people on Nintendo Switch Online. So my belief is that they're going to announce that starting October, maybe, Super Nintendo games will be making it to Nintendo Switch Online. We know that Nintendo Switch Online had the placeholders for, like, Link to the Past and Super Metroid on there, and then they got removed with an update. We also know that... When they updated the uh, Switch interface, so it would like the when you used an NES controller, it would recognize in the bottom left corner. They also added SNES controllers, so it makes sense. But just you know, when when are we going to hear about it? Does it, it does make sense? I, um, I I think this will be the thing to get people into year two of Nintendo Switch Online content. Now that also because like I mean they can't use like well you're going to play Splatoon right? You know, right? Um. I, I definitely think this is a shoo-in, and I think a lot of people are going to be obsessed with it. But for me, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's not something that will keep me, I mean, I'm going to keep Nintendo online. Yes, you are. <laughs> I don't crazy care about these games. Yeah, for me, it's like the, a lot of these games I've played but never beaten. Like, I've never actually beaten Link to the Past. I mean, I've beaten Link Between Worlds, which is, like, very similar, but that's not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, I've played Super Metroid, never beaten Super Metroid. Uh, these games, I think, will will draw people in more just because they're, like, you know, chunkier experiences. Right. Yep. But I don't know. I, I think it'll be good to have. I feel like then the price gets a little bit more justified. Mm -hmm. You know, they're really, they're really making us work to get there. But, yeah. you know, I don't know what's going to happen. All right. My um, number seven is that there will be no new hardware reveals. There will not be a Switch Mini. There will not be a Switch Pro. I love how in E3, when someone says we won't have X at E3, it's still a belief that we might yeah, have X Yeah, everyone's like, no, they're lying. Well, I mean, it's like, it wouldn't be the first time that it's been right, lied about. Like they, they've just straight up lied about things in the past, but I don't think they're lying this time. Yeah, I don't I just, think so I either. just don't think it's going to be. I kind of hope they're not lying either. Yeah, I don't like, I just, I don't need it right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it. Right, but anyway, moving right along. Uh, my next one, uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy, please. I... <laughs> You know, I'm, okay. I'm bummed about the lack of Metroid Prime 4, and I feel like it's been long enough since I've played any of the Metroid Prime games that I would love to play them again. Metroid Prime Trilogy is 100% coming, and it's probably already done. But they're going to wait until they have a firm like idea of when Metroid Prime 4 is going to come out so they can have just a smooth hype train. You know what I mean? Because, like, all right, let's start hyping Metroid Prime Trilogy, and then they hype it, and then it comes out, and they're like, all right, now we're ready to start hyping Metroid Prime 4. And they just they just ride the wave, you know what I mean? So because Metroid Prime 4 they're still not totally sure about, I don't think we'll hear about Metroid Prime Trilogy. Yeah, but my hope would be that the, you know, the 
the the business machine was already in place, right? They knew Metroid Prime was going to come, and they're like, okay, we're going to work on the Metroid Prime trilogy. We're going to bring that hype well, up. Well, yeah, that was happening. But, yeah, but my my hope would be they wouldn't just sit on a completed product. Like, I understand why they would want to, but my hope would be they'd that? say, let's put this out. You know, the other the team's going to go work on something else anyway. Let's sell the product I mean, I, that we just spent really millions think... of dollars on. I mean, they're going to release it. Like, it's not like they're just not going to release it. Yeah, but, I mean, think about it. You're, you're dropping, you know, your sunk costs of, like, you know, let's just, for example, say, like, you know, $5 million to make the game. You're going to say, okay, we're just going to start the next game without the revenue from the first game. But also, if it's, like, I, I don't know if I would necessarily look at that because, you know, Retro Studio is very independent from Nintendo. So it's not like... I feel like that's almost worse, though, because then they're not making as much money on their game. Well, you... It's not like Nintendo's, what? like, footing the bill for it. What do you mean? I mean, don't... Like, the developers don't... Did I, we... Okay, first of all, we are talking about a totally hypothetical game right yes. now, as is. But we also don't know if this remaster was happening, who was remastering these games. That's I'm a, saying, like, Panic Button could have remastered these games. If Panic Button did, then I wouldn't care. Nintendo and Panic Button would be coordinating, okay, don't release the game yet. We want to figure out what's going on with Metroid Prime 4 first. It's not like they're not going to release it, but they would want to know some kind of set schedule so they have some kind of plan in place. So it's like, okay, we should have this game out around here so hype can be built and we don't have a lot of time for it to die out before Metroid Prime 4. Yes, but my 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 reasoning for not thinking that would happen that way is like, okay, let's say, you know, studio whatever spends this much this many million dollars to make the game if you're going to hold off releasing that game you're holding off on the revenue that's going to come in that would f begin the fundings of the next project but which will... means that yes i i don't th put it past nintendo to be like okay you know what we expect this thing to spell sell x million dollars here's an x million dollar loan from nintendo to hold off on selling the game until then i i agree with you but i think the other idea is if we hold off on making x million dollars now we, we make, make that money. We make that much money from that game later, and then we get that much more money from Metroid Prime Four. I guess I don't know. I, I think the time value of money will make them say just release it. Right, but, and I also think. But we under we both get the other person's I also perspective. Think part of that part of that idea totally depends on when Metroid Prime Four is currently projected to come out. You know what I mean? Like the schedule could align in such a way that like yeah, now is the perfect time to release Metroid Prime Trilogy. Yeah. We, like we just don't know. You know yep. what I mean? But anyway, my next one <laughs> is that Link's Awakening doesn't differentiate itself from the original. I'm not even touching this one. Why? Because I don't know enough about this game to even say anything. I, it's just like, it's just gonna be Link's Awakening again with the color dungeon that was in the remake. Yep. The color remake. And it'll probably have some random other new features. Like, wow, look at this. It just makes it so different. But it doesn't actually make it so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, here's the thing. For, this is going to be this. It's funny because, like, you and I had differing opinions on Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, despite you not playing Red and Blue until right, relatively this is, recently. This is totally an opinionated thing. Yeah. And the funny thing to me is, like, for those, I was like, but I like it because it's different enough from the original or whatever. And this one, I'm like, I don't care because I didn't even play the original. Right, yeah, you don't, like, you don't even know. <laughs> Sometimes I just win all the time, Matt. You just have to, <laughs> it's hard to be king. Shut up. <laughs> so I, I am very interested to see what happens with that one. I, I just, like, I'm going to get it regardless because I love Link's, Link's Awakening. Yeah, you are. Link's Awakening. Uh, Link's Awakening. I, I, 
I, I love that game so much. It's so just I'm, him sitting by a massive body of water, <laughs> winks a lake, and then <laughs> winks a lake. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I hope it's different. Next one I have, which is another short one we can go through quickly. Uh, Dame Next Machina, the game they friggin' opened the E3 thing. Uh, yeah, their whole press Last conference year they with. opened with. Dame Next Machina. We don't have a release date for this game yet. I played the demo. I liked what I saw. I think it needed more work still. I want to just know, when are we going to see this game? I think we're going to get a whole little mini thing where they're going to be like, hey, we took what you said to heart, and after we cried for a long time, we fixed the game. Listen, Octopath Traveler did the same thing. It turned out to be a pretty awesome game. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just expecting a date. Yeah, I'm expecting a date. I'm expecting a little bit of gameplay. I'm, expe- I'm expecting it to be fleshed out enough for them to say, hey, we fixed the game, don't worry, and show us how they fixed it. Yes. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Listen, if you're right, I'll be happy. The Witcher 3 for Switch <laughs> is now happening. I love how you how this like leak from one person is. It's just not like, from one person. Oh, though. here we go. Because it's happened so many times in the past that like it keeps coming up and then it dies down and then it comes up and it dies down. Hey, it's Matt, come up again. Hey Matt, okay? hey Matt. Hey Matt. They're gonna announce the NX next week, don't you know? Shut I read up. a leak. Shut I read a leak that up. said the NX is it's coming come up, up again. Week. That it's gonna happen. <laughs> and and first of all. Digital Foundry was like, okay, but is it possible? And yeah, they found it is possible. And then Tom Phillips from Eurogamer tweeted while linking the, their video ahead of the, ahem, quote-unquote, totally unexpected announce of The Witcher 3 on Switch next week. Here's Digital Foundry's video on how it can work. So if that doesn't sound like insider information... I don't know what does. I know, but like he's a guy like who shouldn't be posting things like that on Twitter. Bonus points, bonus points. The direct opens with either the new Smash character or the Witcher 3. Bonus points. Bonus points. I just can't wait for it to just be Gwen Simulator. <laughs> I, I won't be upset with that either. Shut up. Just let me have this. Okay. This is this is this is this isn't your F Zero. But it's it's close. <laughs> it's close, but it's not. Uh, my next one is the robot man. Did you remember this in Reggie's retirement video uh, pictures that he posted? He had a bunch of like, you know, he's showing all the the gifts he received. There was one of them which was from Retro Studios, which had Reggie with like a bunch of retro characters uh, of characters that you know they've worked on with Nintendo. You know, there was a very conveniently placed Mario figurine over an ar- uh, over a character whose arm was still wrapped around the side. And this robot man, everyone's like, who is that? And Retro's like, I don't know. Yep. So I, I think the the new robot man IP, as I keep calling it, will be announced at E3 this year. If it's um, not, I mean, it has to be announced soon. It has to be something that Reggie knows about and was working on long enough that they put it in the end thing that they sent him. But this, I just, is, this is the one where I'm going to say, I don't know. It could be true. It could be not true. I just want to know what Retro's been doing. Have they just been touching themselves for three years or whatever? Like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they've been doing. My next one is that Astro Chain will get in-depth gameplay and story. It may not be like a five-minute special highlight. Not five they minutes? Will probably not get... five minutes, you say? I, I don't know. <laughs> First place, Astro Chain's one of five minutes. Sure. <laughs> I would be very happy if it would, and I wouldn't be surprised if it did, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it wouldn't, if Fair. it didn't. Okay. But yeah, I, mean, I think it will flesh out the gameplay and the story so we know what's going on. Yeah, and I feel like we've they've actually, as much as I thought that, you know, August 30th sounds like a placeholder date because it's the last day in Q2. 
Yeah. But I think they're actually sticking no, it up. No, it's, it's going to happen. Like, it's, it's so gonna happen. if that it's happens, happen. I mean, they got to get information out. You know, and I, usually the next big direct would be in September. So I feel like, yeah, I, this seems this seems pretty safe. My next one, I feel like my boy is going to make an ex- some kind of a- appearance. I don't know in what. I don't know in what game. But if Sonic the Hedgehog shows up, I get this box checked. So, like... Listen, I'm gonna be okay, lying. No, this I was have a this was you. this was number twelve. This was like out of my prediction. This is my twelve. I was like, you know what? How, Sonic the Hedgehog will be. How far there. is this extending? So, like, what if, like, in the Smash reveal trailer, he's like one of the extras? You know that what counts. I mean? Well, that's stupid, though. No, 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 no. Because in Smash, listen, Matt, for Super Smash Bros. they have seventy-six characters they can pick from, and they pick Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I get, I get this. Okay. It's not like okay, if like there's a me running around with a Sonic hat on, that doesn't count. It has to be actually Sonic, the actual Hedgehog, who's got to go fast. All right, well, play Where's Waldo with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Where's Waldo, the Sonic the Hedgehog? I'm gonna watch this whole entire direct twice just to make sure there's no Sonic. <laughs> Um, my next one, my second to last one. Oh, we're almost done already. Yeah. Is that Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3 will get a final trailer, a final big trailer, and there will be that, like, last, oh my god, X characters in the game. Yes. I don't mean X-Men. I mean, like, so-and-so character. Yeah, character There's that like, we were no expecting. There's, like, no way this character's in the game. And then they're in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel's going to have a big year this year. Marvel's having a huge year. And, I mean, that's coming. They're going to have um, the other Avengers game at Square Enix's Square conference. Square Enix's conference. And, um, no, it's not going to happen because Sony's not there. But I would love if we got some kind of Spider-Man, New Spider-Man stuff. New Spider-Man stuff. But yeah. that's not going to happen. Nope. All right. My penultimate op- uh, prediction is we are going to get a port of another Wii U gem that has not hit the Switch yet. My hope, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Fire Emblem Sharp. Okay. My honesty doesn't think anything is going to come up from the Wii U. I just feel like this is like the last year they could even pretend to get away with it. Yeah, I think think the, the era of the Wii U ports has ended. I just... I feel, the only reason I hope for Tokyo Mirage Sessions is like, hey, Atlas, I know everyone wanted Persona 5. This game's like basically Persona, but with like Fire Emblem characters. Like, come on, come on, come on. Just take it. Just take it. And if not, I'm going to have to like make Matt buy the game and I'm going to have to make him hang out with me and play it on his Wii U because there's no chance. After this year, I've given up hope for Tokyo Mirage Sessions. You have your own. Oh, no, you don't. I do not have my own Wii U. Uh, yeah, so that that again, that's another one of my like really like high reaching ones. But I feel like yeah, it could happen. It could. My last one, I think, is actually pretty likely, is that Dragon Quest Eleven will get a Switch release date. That's good, because I mean we've we've now gotten a full highlight for it in a direct. Yep. We don't have a release. I don't think we have a release. No, we don't. I'd feel pretty embarrassed if we did. Um, I don't think we do. God, I hope we don't and have it's a release probably date. Probably, co- yeah, me too. It's probably coming out like late this year. Yeah, I mean, because Dragon Quest Builders is already coming out in July. Right. So we we need to know when this game yeah. is going to come. I'll be interested to see where this lands on the spectrum because at this point, there's so many games. Well, for even just for Square Enix, we have Dragon Quest Builders two, Dragon Quest eleven, and we still are supposed to get Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered this year. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's about I mean, that's three games in the next six months. You know, and I don't know how they're gonna pay, pay some out, but square, Dragon Quest square is doing is so July. much going on right now. Yeah, no Kingdom Hearts. Uh, no, nope, stop. Kingdom Hearts will be there. It will. The DLC will be there. Maybe, uh, maybe not Switch Kingdom Hearts, but Kingdom Hearts will be at E3. Yep. 
All right. Anyway. <laughs> that yep was so, yeah, I got to listen to you. That's exactly why. It's not, ugh, Kingdom Hearts. It's, ugh, I have to listen to Matt talk about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts and then talk about Kingdom Hearts on the podcast after he talks about Kingdom Hearts in person with me. It's going to be great. Uh, Can I really talk about Kingdom Hearts that much? Enough for me to make it up. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, guys, does Matt talk about Kingdom Hearts too much? Yes. Thank you. Uh, okay. And my last prediction for E3 is that Smash 4.0 the the you know the update the next big update for Smash will announce the return of the home run contest. Okay, so if Smash version four is announced, but they don't mention home run contest, this, this is count? this isn't a check. This isn't a check because you explicitly however, said home run contest. However, if they announce home run contest after E three. And like I was, we were like, you know, mm. one point away from getting to five. No, no, no. I'm not, not going to check it off. I'm just going to bring it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, they have to, they have to announce that Home Run Contest is returning. It's just, you know, they brought back Stage Builder 3.0. And I feel like Break the Targets at this point is hard to bring back in a way that people like. But Home Run Contest is just everyone on the same map. Like it's a very easy thing to add into the game and be like, ooh, this thing's in here now. You know, right? No, I got you. But that's that's there's our board. So we are going to have uh, our lovely friend Sarah put together a bingo board, which we will post, I think, on the morning of E3. Does that make sense? Morning of E3? Uh, morning or the the night before? Somewhere yeah. there. So you'll see it up on Twitter. We'll post it. And be like, here's our E3 board. And, hope, and what and is our Twitter that they can find it on? Uh, we can find it at Pink Gold Peeps at Pink Gold Peeps, all one word. It's going to be great. You can also email us about how wrong we were at pinkleheaps at gmail.com. And yeah, you please, can follow tell us, us. how stupid we are. And, yet, you know, you can make comments on our SoundCloud where you're listening to this episode or on iTunes. And on SoundCloud, you actually make comments at specific timestamps. So when Matt says, no, Mike, you're wrong, you can be like, <laughs> he doesn't even know or things like that. It'll be great. But, yeah, you can follow us on SoundCloud. You can subscribe to us there. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, our intro is made by Rick's Record. Find him on SoundCloud. Thank you, Rob, for editing the show every week. Matt, do you have anything else you want to say before we, uh, we just dive into the fun? No. What's your fun fact? Oh, oh, yeah, my fun fact. Okay, my fun fact is that you should start with your fun fact because I need a second. <laughs> wow. You don't have a fun fact? Who, who comes to the show with a fun fact? I'm going to My fun you. fact <laughs> is that you should always have a, sh a fun fact. The fun fact section. No, that's not true. My fun fact. My fun fact is always remember your phone charger because when I was watching the Pokemon Direct, I forgot to charge my phone that night. I had 32% battery. Huh. And then I was down to like 12% battery. And I was like, okay, if I walk to work, I won't make it in time for the Direct. And if I don't make it in time for the Direct, I'll watch it on my phone. But I don't think I have enough battery left to watch the whole Direct. But if I take the subway, then I don't have internet connection. So if I get delayed anywhere, then and the Pokemon Direct starts, I won't be able to watch it because I'll be stuck in the subway somewhere and I won't be able to even stream it at all. Remember a phone charger, people. My fun fact is, if you're gonna go to a water park, check how much of the water park is operational that day. Yeah, we had like a 15% water park output today. Still fun time, but like 15% of the park was open. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Matt, I think we're good. Have yeah. a good E3, everybody. Happy E3. Ciao.